Hey, don't just sit there. Give us a five-star review. Whether you download from Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else, just go in there, give us a five-star review, say nice things about us. It's, it's very simple. It's all I ask. I'd do the same thing for you. Fred and Fred, Fred and Fred, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. Uh, it is the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here. We're live in the uh, 1.30 Eastern hour as we uh, speaketh on Tuesday and later on for for podcast folks. But just like the bread you keep in your freezer and take out a couple slices at a time so it doesn't get stale, we're good. Yes, sir. All right. Of That's course, I wasn't works. describing what I do. I'm not describing me. No, I'm no, no. I'm talking no. about in general terms. It's the royal you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh Right before we uh, we began, uh, I did a little, I did a little uh, surveying, did a little bit of surveying. Okay. And uh, the first thing I did earlier this morning was check to see whether Fox News was going to run the hearings live or not, because I mean, if clearly we all had to be thinking, well, are they going to try to ignore this too? And lo and behold, I was shocked. They actually did run the hearings live. Good. Right. Correct. Mm -hmm. And of course, we'll be seeing the stories soon complaining by their viewers. Why did you run this? This just helps Joe Biden. You know, just it, 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 the insanity. But, but that's not important. We don't, we don't care about that. That that happens all the time with, with them. If they ever do anything even remotely correct, they right. Uh, but then. After the hearings ended a little bit past, uh, I don't know, 1230 or so, quarter to one, something like that, I gave it some time to breathe, half hour, 40 minutes, and I looked at all three of the websites of the three cable channels, and uh, on MSNBC's website, on CNN's website, of course, there are stories galore at the top of the page. On the foxnews.com website, in the uh, 1 o'clock hour, after the hearings had long finished, there was, are you ready? Are you ready? Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Did not happen. Did not exist in nature. Never Don't happened. need to know about it. Don't need to know about it. Uh, uh, lots of other important news was on there, including... Um, uh, just, just dumb shit. You can look on on their site, and you can. Just, I, I, well, I'll show you right we, now. We we, we, the, so why don't you? Why don't you the, look at? It? These are the yeah. people who. This is what they're showing right now. Maybe a little tougher. The Simone Biles story. The right. American gymnast, maybe the greatest American female gymnast of all time. She has pulled out of the games because mentally she said her her head was not in the right place. Below that, you got over one trillion dollars in federal COVID fund unspent. As Dems push to spend trillions more, and there's a picture of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. It's a fairly unflattering shot. Right next to that, we have the CDC in a reversal, urging masks for some vaccinated people in certain situations. Uh, you want to go down even further on the page, the great Larry Elder, who uh, has been a, a talk show host for most of my lifetime and a, a good deal of yours, I too think, I think as right. well, Brad. He well, leads in the recall election against Ge uh, Governor right. well, Newsom well, in California. All right, so stop, stop. Let, let me, let me yeah. pick it up here because yes. every one of those stories on their own have some yeah. degree 
of legitimacy and importance. But obviously on uh, this day, Tuesday, um, you know, they would go below the headline in a, a, uh, a website that should be up to date with news that you need to know when you tune in. But in addition to the fact that it does not exist at all, uh, Paris Hilton, pregnant with first child, did That's make huge. it onto there. That's huge. Yeah. That's New beluga deal. whale born at SeaWorld in San Antonio. All the mammals are pregnant. How about that? Yeah. Are, yeah. All, all, right. So we, all right. So we've made our point. We've made our point here. Yeah. And uh, uh, we don't need to beat this for, for 10 minutes because it's just obvious that they ran the hearings live on Tuesday morning for the famous plausible deniability. Because right. they will not speak of what happened the rest of the day, I don't believe. They will not analyze it. They will not have a panel of four people. And if they do, it will be in the context of Republicans held a press conference today to demand why wasn't Black Lives Matter and Antifa brought, you know, they will they will reposition what mm. happened. And hearings... And I'm guessing if, if you could, oh, say, at uh, uh, places down in South Florida where lots of old people live and they have a community TV, if this came on the Fox big TV screen in the lounge, they were told to change the channel today by a lot of people because <laughs> the they didn't want to see it. Like they the didn't village, want to see it. The villages right. in Florida. Right, right. And and you know what? There there actually will be either later today or tomorrow, there will be a readout as to who watched what who watched it on, on what channel. Now, yeah. the other story that you can always predict is whatever the total number of people who watched it, it will be declared a flop based on nobody cared, right? It does mm -hmm. and it just doesn't matter. That that is exactly what will happen. And of course, uh, people do care, and this this does matter. And I thought that uh, the the officers were unbelievably compelling. This they is the, were the honest. I just took a screenshot of what's currently airing on Fox TV. GOP yeah. rep sounds off against dim led one six select committee. That's what Dem they're doing led. right now. Yeah, now it's it's Democratic led. They can't say Democratic only because there are a couple of Republicans on there, Kissinger and 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 Liz Cheney. But okay, so they're gonna they wait. You thought they'd wait till eight o'clock tonight and start beating the shit out of it, but they've decided to go ahead and just yeah. this afternoon go ahead and start kicking ass on this thing. Right, but as I listened and I listened to a lot of it and watched watched some of it and listened to some of it, these men, these gentlemen, these heroes to me, sounded exactly like people who have been in long wars, big wars. They were out of their country for, for a year, two years fighting a war, whether it was in Europe in 1943, whether it was in Korea in 1953, whether it was in Vietnam or uh, succeeding wars. You come back with war stories these guys were, were were subject to what I think was a full-length war in about six hours. It was so vividly overwhelming. This wasn't, a, and I, I'm not downplaying any war story by anybody ever, okay? Right, of course. But you very seldom have uh, concentrated, nonstop, hand-to-hand -hand combat 
for hours and hours and hours and live to tell about it. And this was an extraordinarily horrible experience for these men. And uh, one had a heart attack. The, the other was tased. I mean, the, the stories are unending. I swear that it just sounds like a long war compacted into six hours. And, and these men have PTSD. They have, they're getting treatment. There are dozens, hundreds of people we don't see speak because these are the same four uh, offices that we've seen get interviewed all over uh, cable television, at least the last few months. Mm-hmm. You know, they've kind of emerged as the spokespeople. But you can probably imagine what those who are not talking about it are going through. Because as in any war, daddy came home and he didn't talk about it for 40 years. Right. And we have a new version of that now. A lot of these people are never going to want to speak publicly about it. They may not even be speaking to their families about what's going on. However, it is fair to say this might have just been a tourist visit gone bad. I mean, we have to give both sides here, Britt. We don't want to be too judgmental. Yeah, the num- the number of backflips you have to get to to make this either okay or try to excuse it or, or whatever you have to do. I mean, it, it, it becomes, I, well, I think, even harder. But again, watch Fox tonight and we'll find out. It, it, it th- that has to be off the boards and and um considering what we've seen in the last week over the the turn the slight turn okay you know when you when you get to uh, uh you know on your your uh, your your map quest thing or whatever you use it'll it'll say you know left turn but it'll only be like a bend in the road mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but th- they can't distinguish the difference okay and uh the slight left turn that say fox made in the last week over their uh, coverage and their demagoguing the coronavirus in total but not specifically as it applies to tucker carlson or sean hannity who did a full 360 on it i think you're going to see the same thing ultimately with what happened on july 6th and it's the same kind of denialism it's the same kind of lying it's the same kind of spinning that eventually reality is biting reality is crushing reality can't be spun away it's there and um i hope this ends well i hope it ends in a better place for the country and um I thought Adam Kissinger was was excellent. He he spoke, you know, before he started asking questions. He was just he was just outstanding. Um, you know, this is a uh, this it should be noted. Big deal. It should, big it should deal. be noted when you talk about war. Adam Kissinger's been to a couple of wars. He served in a couple of wars. Uh, they forget that a lot when they attack a veteran. I believe he served in Afghanistan and mostly Iraq. So again, they they the Republicans have attacked him. They've called Liz Cheney and Adam Kinziger and Nancy Pelosi's favorite Republicans and all of this horseshit that Kevin McCarthy has done. If there is any shame in Kevin McCarthy's body whatsoever, he should be dissolving into a pile of goo right now. I'm glad I don't you brought, think, no, I'm glad you brought those third grade insults up because you know, on their own, they can get a laugh from the cheap seats. Yeah. Okay. And they did. And, and they did. 
because the, they, they they love that. They love when Kevin McCarthy says uh, Kissinger and and Cheney are uh, Pelosi Republicans. <laughs> but you know what? It all melts away. It all goes away in the reality of the hearings. It it's all gone. You want to go attack those people? Go ahead, have at it. Uh, my question. It's a rhetorical one, but I think it's not. Is are those the only two members, the only two members of the Republican Party who really truly don't put winning a primary or staying in office as the most important thing in their lives ever? That the only thing that matters to every one of those other people, minus two in the Republican Party, in the House, and it carries over mostly in the Senate too, that there is nothing that they won't lie about. There is nothing that they won't spin. There is no reality that they can find that can't be denied in service to what they think is a broad enough voting base in a primary that will, number one, not have Donald Trump jumping down their throat, and number two, uh, win them that primary so they can be in a... Are are, are these the only two people, the only two in the Republican Party? Is it that bad? Yes or no? Britt Whitmire, go! Daddy's narrative has to be served, Brad. Daddy's narrative has to be served in this. Daddy, Daddy is Donald Trump. And Donald Trump says this is a place where people were were loved. And if there was a bad thing that happened, it was Antifa and Black Lives Matter that infiltrated this group and caused the damage. So it does you think not they're going to stick. You think they're going to stick with that narrative still? Because when a reporter walks up to to any of these these other people and, and says, "Well, based on what you heard today," and I'm going to put aside the fact that they're going to, I didn't see it. I was in another here. Okay, they're going to pretend that they did. Okay, <laughs> it was really tough to get the information. Right, right. We're all right. We're gonna we're gonna put that aside for a second. But <laughs> uh, based on on the the testimony today, do you still believe that nothing bad happened on January sixth that endangered the constitutional order of the United States in an attempt to overturn the election through a violent insurrection? Do, and and if they if they lapse into those talking points that you just talked about, yeah. Again, this idea of having faith in the American people, you know, that's a little shaky of prospect these days. It is, but sometimes it does look just too stupid. Just like we do stories that are too exactly. stupid to talk exactly. about. That one's too. That one's too stupid to to surmise that they're going to to say that. But I I, I will say that it is possible that some of it. I didn't see it. And uh, I didn't know about it. And we, we won't know the actual truth until we hear, quote, unquote, the other side. I mean, right. I'm, sure that, I'm sure they're formulating some, some talking points right now to try to counter the, 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 you know, the truthful narrative. <laughs> the Jim of Jordans of the world. And those I, yeah, I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Daddy's narrative has to be served because eventually Daddy's going to treat you right, which brings me to the other story that we can oh, yeah, talk about yeah. today. Because here's, here's your reward from Daddy. George Prescott Bush down there in Texas kissed Donald Trump's ass like it was made out of candy. What is like he, about was, 35 years old? He's like Jeb's yeah, son, right? Yeah, he's Jeb's right? son, good-looking right. guy, and, and he's and he's kissing him. Even though 
he, you know, Donald Trump said horrible things about everyone in his entire family. He kissed his ass. And what has happened anyway? He fucks him over by endorsing that idiot uh, Paxton in the attorney general's race. So it doesn't matter. They, these people who are going to pledge allegiance to Donald Trump and carry this narrative forward. Daddy, did I do it right? Did I say it right? Daddy, daddy, daddy. You're still going to get fucked in the end. But go ahead and carry the narrative forward. It was Black Lives Matter. and It was Antifa that did this. And, and the Donald Trump guys. They were fine. They were. They had no problem. I, I have to tell you, and, I, and I, I've I've avoided doing this because I know it drives you nuts. The Bender book, frankly, we did win this election. Toward the end of it, he follows this group of people known as the Front Row Joes, who are dickheads who go to all of Donald Trump's rallies and sit right in the front row. And these are just average guys. The one woman works at Walmart, flies back and forth from fucking Minnesota to these stupid rallies. At the very end, after the insurrection, I think her name is Paula. The quote from her was, we didn't go out there to break things. We didn't go out there to invade anything. All we were trying to do was overthrow the government. That is her quote. That is her quote at the end of that well, damn book. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, that is, and that is what these people believe. So the narrative has to be served. You have to go ahead with it because you're you're in too deep at this point. You can't, if you're Jim Jordan or if you're even, I'm trying to think of anybody, if you're Madison Cawthorn, some idiot like that, some <laughs> asshole like that, you can't go, you know, I was wrong. I've looked at it, re-examined what happened on January 6th was awful. It was an attack on democracy. Every bit as important as 9-11. And I, I, I'm reversing myself on this. You can't All do right. that. Right, well, let me, let me see if I can weave a uh, a little analogy here, which is you know in the last week or so, you know we have had a lot of people, not a lot but enough, who are laying in their deathbeds in hospitals, who didn't get vaccinated, yeah. who may die very very soon yeah. because they caught the coronavirus, probably the Delta version. There's about an eighty percent, ninety percent chance that's the one they've got. And they are now saying, I was wrong. I should have gotten it. Everyone should get it. And, of course, we can sit back and go, that, that rings pretty hollow, you moron. But, okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll, again, we'll, 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 we'll set that aside, including uh, talk show host Phil Valentine out of uh, uh, Tennessee. You know, his brother was on CNN this morning uh, telling you that, uh, that, that Phil – looks like he may pull through that was as of this morning that he you know he's he, he, he may pull out of it mm -hmm. but he is heartfelt he is dead set on getting out there now and telling everyone to uh, uh get vaccinated and and this is real now let me analogize that with what may have happened beginning today and i'm not talking about the asshole politicians that you were just referencing okay right. republicans jim jordan you know, the dead enders, the Steve Cawthorn, all, all those people. Okay. <laughs> because, you know, lying in these deathbeds, dying of coronavirus after having followed the advice of Republican politicians, Sean Hannity, uh, people of Phil Valentine, conservative talk show hosts and, and websites, they're regular normal people. And when regular normal people speak right now, it's a lot more important than doctors, politicians, or celebrities in telling you to take the vaccine. And it is very possible that regular people speaking today in front of the country and those four officers 
are as regular people as you get. They are not politicians. They right. didn't run for office. They are just like any police officer you might see in your in your daily life in your city, no matter how big or how small. And the story that they told, I think, begins the process of having the potential to break through people in a way that a deathbed confession over the vaccine is over people who wanted to play along with Republican spin and Donald Trump's lying about January 6th and go, well, wait a minute, I have to weigh what Donald Trump is saying versus what was spoken truly today. Uh, by the way, under oath, right? These mm -hmm. people are all under oath. That's right. Uh, about what happened on January 6th. And, you know, it's it's a long, hard road. It's a high wall to climb to, to, to knock down this bullshit. But it's one brick at a time. And I think a bunch of bricks were erected today. And unfortunately, in the case of the coronavirus, it's the... Uh, the hospitalization and the death rates of people who are unvaccinated who may end up telling the story to, you know, that next 10 or 15% of people who, if they were to get vaccinated, we could corral the virus and give it kind of nowhere to go. And that's how pandemics end when this run out of hosts and there's nothing left, but we're not at that point yet. But, Interestingly enough, because of the vaccine, you know, we, we have the, the, these pockets of uh, relative invulnerability. You got, the, you got the vaccine, you're pretty good to go. Um, and I think it's the same thing with this. Uh, does that analogy work at, at some level? Because we're, we are fighting bullshit on so many fronts. It's a, it's a oh. multi-front war against bullshit. I, I would love it if people's hearts could be changed based on what they saw today. I mean, I, I don't understand. The, the information has always been there for them to look at. But if this ha is the way that it confronts them and they're able to see what really happened on January the 6th for the first time, then God yeah. bless them. I'm glad their eyes could be open to that. Right. I, I don't know. Except the, we have the, the usual problem of the people that need to see this yeah. probably weren't watching it. We know that's, that's right. always true. That's right. But But things have a way of seeping through even when you don't want them to. And um, it's a long, long, slow process. Now, can we can we uh, 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 pivot over to the uh, coronavirus and the vaccine and the, the new mask uh, mandates that are that are coming out across the country and mm -hmm. the the, uh, the outrage, the end of the world? over uh, you know, kids probably having to wear masks who are under the age of 12 who aren't vaccinated yet in a lot of schools. And I understand the, the consternation um, over that. Um, but what I think really frosts most of us, we, the elite vaccinated people, is, and I, I tried to come up with a, with a phrase to describe this, we, we, have, we have lowest common denominator coronavirus reaction in other words we have to we have to ratchet down what we do we the vaccinated to accommodate the people at the bottom of the pyramid who refuse to get vaccinated they are the denominator okay mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what we're doing on the top as long as that denominator is is just too big 
it's we're being forced it appears to alter our behavior we have to wear masks now inside in crowded places why because there are so many people circulating around who are liars who are pretenders who are free riders who two months ago when the cdc let up on masking requirements they heard that as saying it's over done party on i didn't get the vaccine they've lifted mask requirements i win i win I, I didn't take the vaccine. I'm still going to be able to have children. I'm not going to get cancer. Bill Gates isn't going to be able to listen to all my conversations. Oh, my God, I won. I mean, I think that's what happened, and that's where the criticism is coming about the the uh, kind of back and forth on, on uh, uh, mask mandates. But I think more important than that are the commercial entities and now first the VA uh, saying that uh, everybody who works there, damn, you got to be vaccinated. Of course, you have to be vaccinated. at the VA. Sure. Do you, do you do you know the 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 kind of people who seek treatment at the VA? Very often, many of them are older, and uh, they have sometimes a lot of different kind of health problems. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and and the idea that you would be going to a veterans uh, hospital, an institution. And being around workers who weren't vaccinated, who could infect you if you weren't vaccinated, it was crazy all the way. And I'm glad to see the VA do it. I think Joe Biden, he really should say that every federal worker in every office, in every part of the federal government, and he could do this, he could give the word tomorrow, needs to be vaccinated. You have six weeks to get it done or... you know, the, real impetus, line of the real impetus is when they give full appro- approval for the, the FDA gives the full approval, which is coming any second now that they're going to finally have the full approval for the vaccine. And at that point, then all the barriers go down. It's like everybody's going to everywhere is going to have to be mandated for it. It's been fully approved. There's no and you're right. We seem to be coddling and we seem to be trying to, to dumb it down for all of these guys that just don't understand what science is. And they don't understand, you know, but what's see, going here's on. Here's the point. You don't have to understand science, no. okay? You, you do not have to be a scientist. None of us were scientists when mommy took us to get our measles vaccine when we were two. When mommy wasn't a scientist. None of us are. Uh, we take it on faith and good faith that people do act in good faith for these particular things. And that's what... Um, you know, gets me to, to, to circle back about how many people suddenly just don't believe the truth of the miracle yeah. of this vaccine. That, that it, It's almost as if it works too well. It works too well. Uh, that, that being said, now I think the new conspiracy theory is how come we don't have the exact number of breakthrough cases? What are they hiding? Why would they tell us? What's going on there? Why aren't they counting those? I What's think going on. I think our friend Ed Cohen used to call these people molar checkers. These are people who look a gift horse in the mouth. That's what that's what he would refer to as molar checkers. I mean, the gift the gift horse is this miraculous vaccine, which was we we prayed for a year ago. We got it. It came out in November, December. 
And then, you know, February, March, April, people are calling like crazy, spending hours on the phone. It's right there in your face. It's safe. It's effective. You know, it, you've seen you've seen the information about the Delta variant when it comes to Pfizer and Moderna and some of these studies, the efficacy of, of the vaccine. Now, this is important. It goes from 95% all the way down to 89%. Now, <laughs> I mean, that, that, and that's remarkable. That, that, that is a remarkable thing. Well, but here's, here's the, the, uh, the problem. The 89%, of course, is, you know, how well it protects you from being really sick or, or dying. But oh, yeah. now you have 11%, allegedly, left to uh, probably pick it up as a uh, uh, you know an outlier mm-hmm. person. So the complaint now is uh, by some people. Well, look, somebody took the vaccine and they still got it. So therefore, I'm not going to get yeah, it. So which why should I get it? <laughs> right. Exactly. That that you know what that is. That's the equivalent of. Well, did you read the story the other day of that uh, guy who got in the car accident? That's right. He, 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 you know, he was wearing his seatbelt, and it didn't help him. He burned to a crisp because he couldn't get out because his seatbelt wouldn't allow him to. So, right. fuck uh, it, I'm not ever wearing a seatbelt. Why would I wear a seatbelt? Exactly. When I talk about lowest common denominator that we all have to alter our behavior for these people, it reminds me of, and these were not the good old days, when there was smoking on airplanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's here's how it worked. This used to just drive me crazy. They would put a little card, a little, uh, you know, shiny cardboard card on uh, some seats, you know, about uh, 10 or 15 rows from the back. And that would be the smoking section. Okay. So if you smoked, your punishment was you had to sit at the back of the plane and, and be with other people who enjoyed smoking or smoked. The rest of us would sit beyond that, and you would still smell the smoke because, of course, smoke for some reason doesn't respect row twenty. As it turns out, it's the old non-peeing part of the pool, right? The old joke about that. Right, right, right. So it, it was just completely absurd the, the the way they did that, and you know, the rest of us were saying there there shouldn't be any smoking on planes whatsoever. And that turned into, does this sound familiar? Freedom. I'm free to smoke. You're free not to smoke. Exactly. What about my rights? I paid my fare too. Why can't? All right. So, you know, that lasted about 30 seconds as a legitimate argument because the, uh, you know, the science was just, just too overwhelming that, that, that secondhand smoke, especially in an enclosed area like that was just intolerable insufferable and and smoking came to an end so here we are here we are now with the the disease equivalent of smokers okay <laughs> they just insist on continuing to smoke and it wafts over us sure and it does no- so what do we have to do we have to wear um a helmet uh, you know, an oxygen the, mask, the, an oxygen mask. Right. It's it's our fault that, that we're not smoking kind of thing. And you're dragging down everybody by doing it. You know, there's a hundred of these really cheesy analogies like that. Yeah, but yeah. I think every one of them is correct. Yeah. Every one of them is correct. And they all in the end get back to, are you that much of a selfish bastard mm-hmm. that you don't care about anybody but yourself? And the answer is yes. Yes, sir. It's true. Yes, I am. Um, 
So to, to hear to hear people talk about, uh, I didn't get vaccinated because I'm afraid I'll become infertile. That is, it's again one. Of course, it's not true. And number two, if you were to Google the question, Google the question: Does the does the coronavirus does the Moderna does the Johnson does the Pfizer does does it make you infertile? And I have not looked this up yet. You want to play the game? Let's play the yeah. game. Let's see if if I look like a a, a dope and 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 some uh, some some phony uh, 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 answer gets gets put up there. Okay. Um, does the Pfizer vaccine make you? It says sleepy, gain weight, hungry, doesn't have infertile. (laughs) (laughs) I know that they were in a yelling match in Arkansas about this. Yeah, here we go. Here it is. First first thing comes up. It's from the CDC, and then right Mm -hmm. below it, from WebMD. Two trusted things. So Google is not in on the plot, apparently. And, and, of course, you can get vaccinated if you're trying to get pregnant or want kids in the future. There's no evidence that fertility problems are a side effect of any vaccine. Now, of course, the paranoid will say they're saying there's no evidence. That doesn't mean they haven't found it yet, which is the equivalent to the reason we have to pass all these laws to make sure that the uh, vote is fair and voter integrity is upheld is not because we found any real evidence of voter fraud or widespread voter fraud, because it might happen. And we just don't know. We just haven't found it yet. That's right. The same kind of thing. And WebMD, there's no evidence that the new vaccines against COVID-19 cause infertility, yet that's a worry that's been cited by some some healthcare morons. Okay, but this is back in some healthcare morons. Oh, no, is I, I that what the article that. says? That's kind of no. Th- no, actually, they, they don't say that at all. They say <laughs> it's a worry that's been cited by some healthcare workers as a reason they're reluctant to be first in line to get the shot. This was back in January mm-hmm. when when things were new. Okay, well, okay, we're, we're now seven months later. Okay, and the, the 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 reason that there aren't lots of babies being born in America right now comparatively speaking, is not because people are getting vaccinated. That has nothing to do with it, which brings us to the very last thing I want to get out there, or maybe we might want to save this till tomorrow. It is the Buckeye State's emerging number one fuckface <laughs> aspiring to be the Republican nominee for Senate, J.D. Vance. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. He'll be the elegy boy. This this guy, not only is he a former early Trump critic, immediately flipped to turning into a a, a Trump suck up, okay, mm-hmm. but he has shown his ability now to do anything and everything to play to the cheapest of the cheap seats on every issue that you can think of, and of course, you know you need you need to uh, uh, create a brand new fake culture war wedge issue every week, right? You can't let the old ones lay there. They get stale. You got to move on, right? Whether it's, you know, Mr. Potato Head one week or or the flag or, or, or whatever they are. 
So here comes here comes JD Vance, and his new thing is the problem with with America right now is that single people, single people are just not having babies. Yeah. They're not getting married, they're not having baby babies. And what does he call them? The childless left. The childless right. left. I, I suppose this he's he's pointing right at me. I could take that personally. Exactly. Oh, you you are definitely I'm the poster child. You you are you are definitely yeah. the uh, problem. You are you're helping the uh collapse of the family. Uh and and we haven't seen anything this stupid <laughs> since Dan Dan Quayle versus Murphy Brown. That was great, right? Minimizing fatherhood, making fun of right. fathers and all that shit. Right. Oh. So this is kind of recycled Dan Quayle shit. Yeah. But but here's my here's my point. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy, J.D. Vance, you know, he's a smart guy, went to Harvard or Yale or law school, the whole bit. Well, he's an elite. He's an elite. He pretends he's not. Yeah. But, he, but he, he is now. Sorry, you came from humble roots, but you pulled yourself up, damn it. Shit. Yeah, fuck Better you apologize. For that. Yeah, fuck you for that, Ivory right. Tower boy. Right. So he points to Hungary and their autocratic, Donald Trump role model dictator, Victor Orban, who has destroyed democratic institutions there, the courts, the media, the legislature. I think he, they even introduced gerrymandering there. I think that's how bad it's got. Sounds about right. Okay? All that kind of stuff. As a guy who knows how to handle this problem of <laughs> not having enough babies, okay, that, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're paying people direct payments all kinds of direct payments to go out there and god damn it have babies right for the cause um here in the united states we we haven't quite gotten to that point and remember how it was in china remember they wouldn't let you have more than one baby i think they they, they changed that now now they want babies because they they figured out they weren't replacing themselves enough. it's a problem right but uh so jd vance points to v- victor orban Okay, a a dictator on how to handle not enough babies instead of some of the European countries that have a lot of support for mothers and child care and the things that really do encourage you to have children. Or in the case of the United States of America, the last thing he wants to do is point out that Joe Biden and the Democrats have now been placing three hundred dollar checks per kid in uh, tens of millions of people's bank accounts in the last few weeks, and will continue to do so, the uh, child care tax credit, okay? That's right. how to do it. But for J.D. Vance, that's not very sexy. That's not a wedge issue. No. That's, not, uh, that's not a beat you over the head. So it's just easier to attack people who have made the choice to uh, not have children for whatever reason. So here's the government. According to J.D. Vance, in a position to lecture you, Britt Whitmire, on how many kids you should have, when you should have them. Right. I'm ruining America. I'm God, not, forbid, God forbid the government tells you you not need to get a vaccine. That's, that's true. Yeah, in your that's true. Life too much. I'm I'm destroying America. It wasn't those people that attacked the Capitol in January the sixth. Nope. It's me. It's me. I'm the problem. It's, it's the childless left. Okay. I, uh, and I, I haven't really said this on, on our podcast. I got a, I actually had a vasectomy back in, it was on January the 6th. As it turns out, it was the very day, January the 6th, I had a vasectomy. 
if JD Vance wants to pay me like $10,000 to have that reversed, who am I to refuse his money? Who am I to say that I should not have that reversed and start going out and knocking up some chicks? Well, right? it, it, it isn't so much that. It's that you may not have a choice. See, well, that's the point. I'm willing Rem to go. Remember, and, look, I'm willing to go out and save America. If that's what it takes, I'm willing to go out there and start doing the right thing. Because God forbid, you know, I, I take all of my cues from fucking J.D. Vance. That's the guy that I listen to for any kind of life advice on how to save this country. Jesus, God. Uh, we'll end up on this note with uh, Simone Biles, the great Olympic um, gymnast, one of the greatest Olympic gymnasts of all time. Uh, she has she withdrew from competition, saying mentally she was not in the right place, uh, and she had a great deal of pressure on her. I personally think this is one of the bravest things I've ever seen an athlete do. I know that there are going to be some people that don't get this at all. Uh, the amount of pressure that this young lady has been under, I think she's 24 years old or something of this nature, has got to be immense. Uh, for, and, and for her to say, whoa, that's enough. Stop the ride. I want off. I think it's remarkable. I think it's a great thing. Well, when you reach the point where you actually don't have anything to prove. Right. right? She doesn't have anything to prove. I mean, and, and it's tough. And in gymnastics, it's really tough to keep coming back every four or five years Correct. and doing this. This would be this would be her third Olympics, right? Right. So she's not. She's already done this twice. Uh, so she's already beat those odds, and I, she has you know a, a zillion trophies and the rest. Uh, and she's got a lot going on in her life, including being one of the victims yeah. of that piece of shit Larry Nasser, the guy who who uh, fondled hundreds, thousands right. of, of uh, uh, girls during his uh, uh, gymnastic doctor days. God. Right. Um, and, you know, I mean, this is the, the uh, who are we to judge? Who are we to judge here? Um, would it be better for her to go through the motions and not be able to compete at the level that she knows she at least was capable of, but, you know, sports is so mental. It isn't just physical. We know that. I mean, the greatest athletes are some of the smartest people that are out there. They're yeah. really, really smart. They have an ability to see things that we don't see, and they're able to physically uh, perform and execute what they want to do to, to get where they want to go. They're smart. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure what the, the cheap shot, pot shot view of this, which I'm sure there will be some. Um, it'll be so-and-so uh, didn't quit, blah, blah. You know, it'll, it'll be, oh, sure. Oh, for, Joe Montana, or, Terry Bradshaw, Johnny Unitas. Yeah, yeah. Play, right, right, play, right. play until you're this broken down piece you of know, shit that Jesus. can't get it. To, and by the way, the, you know, the, the, one of the saddest examples of that, and nobody remembers this anymore, fortunately, because it's not important to the biography. But Willie Mays yeah. was a mess. He was yeah. a mess yeah. the last year or two. I think he went back and played for the Mets. Right? I think they had to. They actually he had to go to the ownership of the Mets and said, "Please stop paying me. I can't. I, I, I'm not there anymore. Yeah. It's not me." I think he had to actually tell them to stop giving him money to play baseball. Yeah, and and in the case of uh, these uh, sports, and and I'm going to be really pejoratively obnoxious here. These little girl sports, okay, where Young girls can excel really, really early. And by the way, we're probably just at the beginning of this 
starting to uh, happen in skateboarding. It will happen as skateboarding becomes more more ubiquitous. Um, but tennis, there are so many pieces of human wreckage yeah. who were tennis stars at a young age who burned brightly but burned out quickly from, sure. from uh, Jennifer Capriotti. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of them. Tracy um, Austin back in the day. Tracy, there was one who, right, right. She she had a, she had problems. Um, and gymnastics. We I I don't think we have any idea because I haven't no. read. I'm sure there are books that have already been written by some of these people about this. But uh, what they go through, just from the the uh, uh, up close and personal biographies you see when you're watching the Olympics. You know, you know, seven years in a row, she got up at four in the morning and and did it for four hours, and then went to school and you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, we can, you can cast that off any way you want, but hell, I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. None of us could yeah. do it, and no. and they did it. And uh, at at this moment, considering all that's swirling around, the you know the the goat, the greatest of all time, say, you know what, your Legacy is intact as far as I'm concerned. And you know what? You may end up being even more of a hero and a role model for what you did. And the first person that tries to attach the word quitter to her uh, should uh, go check themselves into uh, into a rehab facility themselves because they're nuts. Yeah. I think they're nuts. She's not a quitter. She's the amount of pressure that this woman had to be under has just got to be it's something you and I can't even imagine. I mean, the, the amount well, no, of pressure. I can imagine uh, you can. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do but, it for today. Hey, hey, Britt, Brit, I've been married for 36 years. Don't well, tell me about pressure. Don't tell enough. me. Fair enough. <laughs>